Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Steve Regali, Executive Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rednick. And with me today is John Christensen, the Portfolio Manager on the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Strategy. John, equities generally had positive returns during the second quarter, but it was dominated by the returns of a few make-a-cap stocks. Can you provide our listeners with your perspective on the second quarter performance for small cap equities? Of course. You know, it feels like once again, the quarter was kind of a tale of two cities and markets. In a quick summary of the year so far, the Russell 2000 index started off January with gusto after a week 2022, increasing almost 10% in that month. After that, the Russell saw four straight months of negative returns until June came along. The negative period was really characterized by ongoing fears of a recession that were exacerbated by the banking crisis you know, in early 2023. June seemed to, be, to bring more optimism that the Fed was closer to ending its hawkish policy, and inflation was also seeing some signs of abating. The surge in June was led by sectors that are usually associated with more cyclical characteristics such as energy, consumer discretionary, and materials. One must not forget and put in perspective that small caps have been a large underperformer versus their large cap brethren, which have been driven mostly by mega cap tech companies that have been riding a lot on the artificial intelligence wave. But again, the inverted yield curve has been a driver of the underperformance of small caps as fears of a recession make new investors kind of uneasy. However, as time goes on and the economy continues to absorb these shocks, we believe the likelihood of a recession goes down or the magnitude is dampened. For the quarter, the small cap core portfolio slightly outperformed the Russell 2000 index. The index skewed heavily towards lower quality in the quarter as healthcare was the best performer and biotechs led the way there. In other metrics we used to assess low versus high quality, almost all were in favor of low. This creates a nominal headwind for our portfolios that can sometimes be overcome with stock selection. That was the case here this quarter, as our picks in financials, with a greater concentration in non-banks, helped our performance. We here at Kane don't own an enormous amount of banks but the ones we do own have been vetted through our high quality process and believe they should be able to withstand these current conditions. Local as well as global financial entities could continue to see some volatility as we move through the year. And yes, this could cause some further disruption in equities, even in our names. But our goal is to monitor portfolios companies for any structural cracks for now and on an ongoing basis. This is heightened due to current conditions. John, what portfolio holdings contributed to the portfolio performance during the second quarter and which portfolio holdings contributed the least? In terms of contributors to the portfolio in the quarter, they were Simpson Manufacturing, Manhattan Associates, MCOR, Primerica, and Graco. Let's discuss MCOR. MCOR provides electrical and mechanical construction services in addition to facilities management. The company has an established strong reputation as a specialty trade contractor with long relationships across a diverse customer base. In the most recent quarter, shares outperformed due to sustained revenue and RPO growth, 
and a rebound in profitability, leading to a modest upward revision to full-year earnings guidance. MCOR continues to execute very well through a challenging macro environment. In terms of those names in the portfolio that detracted the most, they were Aspen Technology, Teledyne, First Hawaiian Bank, Toro, and FTI Consulting. Let's talk a little bit about FTI. So FTI Consulting provides financial, legal, operational, political, and regulatory, reputational, and transactional advisory services. With leading reputations in several practices, the company is able to compete for high-quality talent and participate in the largest engagements globally. FTI Consulting delivered solid growth in the quarter, but came below expectations in terms of profitability as the company continues to invest in talent, particularly as large competitors pull back. John, as we turn our focus to the second half of 2023, what are the key considerations you are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? You know, we entered 2023 with a general consensus view that the U.S. economy would have a mild recession and the debate you know, has endured even through Q2 2023. As we move along here in 2023, the market seemed to be absorbing the ups and downs of inflation and the Fed maintaining its hawkish bias. We still have many balls in the air. Russia-Ukraine conflict, inflation still higher than normal, banking crisis fallout, the Fed seemingly focused on getting inflation back to 2%. You know, this creates uncertainty in terms of entry points for the equity markets. So given these uncertainties and volatility, what does one do? Well, our goal is to find those solid companies with business models that can react and persevere in reaction to this volatility. High quality entities that have the ability to pass through pricing while maintaining high customer retention through the value add of their products to its customers. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, thank you for taking the time to provide your insights to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.